Hello and welcome to another episode of Mystical Wild Child's podcast channel. Today I'm going to share with you episode 4, part 3 of my backstory, um, the story of Manemba Island. I still got stuck in Namibia, so I need to track back where I was supposed to leave on the trip with Tina. And what happened was that she was supposed to come from visit me from the 9th to the 19th of July. And by the end of July, I would have left for Manemba. But what happened was that I ended up doing that trip alone because Tina got stopped at the airport due to not having her documents in order um, in order for her son to travel to a third world country. Neither one of us were, uh, were aware of the fact that she needed all of these documents in order, especially birth certificates and everything. So she couldn't, her flights got, got cancelled and I ended up doing the trip alone which was confusing in the beginning and I thought what is the reason behind all this I don't get it but I nevertheless enjoyed the trip I went to Irindi and then off to Swakopmund I love 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 Swakopmund so I was looking forward to having a good weekend um, staying at a townhouse that I rented from someone and it was middle of the winter and I love the coast in winter because of the the coziness that you can um, create for yourself in, in the house so I spent some time alone and I and I had a really good weekend I was doing a pedicure I remember that Saturday evening when I got a message from the therapist who was working at Manemba at that moment her name is Solvay beautiful soul by the way um, and she was saying that she asked me what are my plans before I can I'm gonna go off to Manemba do I have any plans for the next two weeks because she just got a spasm in her neck and she's got some other little injury and she's struggling to, with her health so she was wondering whether I can come sooner and that was that was like the yes of course I can come I was so excited and the next day I instantly drove back home um, to venture, packed up my stuff, gave everything away. I remember even leaving boxes in my house and calling my friends and being like, okay, this box is for you, you can come fetch that and you, this box is for you, you can come fetch that. And like, I didn't have time to actually drop everything off and say goodbye to everyone properly. Um, and then I sold my car, I had homes for my cats. And I left for Manemba and yeah, off I went. It was beautiful. The island itself is only 1.6 kilometers in circumference. That's the word. Um, so it's a very, very small island just off of the coast of Zanzibar next to Tanzania. It's beautiful. It's luxurious. It's lush. It's The, the sand is um, coral bedrock. So it's not... Um, normal beach sand it's it's fine the powder is finer and this it doesn't actually absorb the, the heat from the Sun so it's it's and and the water is crystal crystal clear it's um, it's like a it's like a fairy tale um, when you walk when you arrive you 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 really separate yourself from the rest of the world it feels like you're walking on some sort of magical enchanting fairy tale land it doesn't feel it doesn't feel real and i think the best um 
I'm just going to highlight some of the memories just because of the the beauty and the the enchantingness of it. They were these little deers that are about a foot high, one foot high. There's two different types of deers. I think it was um, Sunnies were one, and I can't remember the, the name of the other. They, they had two types. But they were like, they looked like little miniature versions of Bambi. It was just adorable. And then there were turtle hatchlings. I was lucky enough to be on the island for the season of the turtle hatchlings to come out every couple every couple days actually um we would go and watch about 130 to 150 or sometimes less i think that's the amount of eggs that were laid but sometimes about 60 of them would come out um and they would come out they they would like crawl out of the sand out of the nest and instinctively knew where the ocean was it was it was incredible to watch this this birthing process or this um yeah, it was a birthing process because they came out of the eggs. So, and also talking about birthing, just before I left the island, I was I was able to to see the one of the mother turtles, the big big turtles, sea turtles, give birth to um, or lay her eggs. I'm obsessed with this giving birth. She was laying eggs, and that was that was that touched me. That was that was really special to witness, and. So those were the kind of the animals. There were a lot more more going in, but I'm not going to go into the details. The Swahili people are absolute gold. I love their warmth, their big, huge, white smiles, their hugs, their service, their caringness, their friendliness. They 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 make you feel so at home instantly. And I had an absolute ball chatting to them and becoming friends with the staff and the guests were amazing. Although I worked really, really hard because even though I had someone carrying my bed for me, oh, I need to, to just uh, mention this little sentence that I memorized, which was in Swahili. Um, in order to ask someone to take my bed from one room to the other, it would go something like this. Tafadali kuchukua kitanda cha massage kitoka chumba number saba hadi chumba number kumi sasa. Um, I loved I loved this language. It's such a direct, easy, straightforward language, and I loved I don't know I just loved speaking it. So I had to share that, and um, the guests were absolutely stunning as well. I I enjoyed chatting to them. It it. Be I think it was because they were so different to the my clients that I had back home, um, because these people came from all corners of the world and they were living on a on another class. I mean, this this was a luxury private resort island. It was um, the people who come there are well traveled, well educated, like they 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 come from a completely different mindset, and it was really interesting to to experience their conversations. Um, but working hard was part of the job. I carried a big bag that weighed about 20, 20 to 23 kilograms, depending on how much um, stuff I had in it. It was oils and towels and all sorts of things that I needed for my setup. And I had to walk up and down this little island from one room to the next because the people had um, private, um, a private setup at their house. 
obviously so yeah it was hard hard work I, I made really really good money so it was worth it and I'm I also became really really good um, friends with one of the one of the managers we spent so many nights watching the full moon um, swimming in the ocean walking around the island at night um, doing acro yoga on the beach um, running around the island in the mornings for our exercise and yeah the little concoctions we we um, created in the kitchen in our break time it, it was so much fun even even Stacy mama Stacy really um, took care of me so well she always made sure that I had what I needed in terms of food I could even go in and bake my own bread she was so sweet um, what else that I want to mention is that oh me and this manager actually had such a good time that it turned into a fling so it was the first time in my life where I experienced being with a woman and I had to satisfy that curiosity of, of mine so it wasn't that's I mean the the whole thing wasn't serious so I didn't take myself seriously it was it was a lot of fun and it was interesting experience, experiencing that part of myself. Um, I'm just, I'm getting a little bit anxious here because I realize my family is listening and I think some of them will fall off their chairs now because they haven't known about this. But it is what it is and I'm at peace with it and I, I I'm, I'm, have no regrets. I'm so happy for everything that I've been through and done in my life and I'm looking forward to the next chapter. Because the next chapter would be in Chiang Mai and I just need to finish off the Menemba story. So I ended up spending 11 weeks there and the last two weeks started becoming really intense because there, there was a heavy energy on the island. One of the staff members tried to commit suicide. I was burned out. Um, everybody was just in a bit of a negative space because of all this heaviness it I just had a super super deep urge to leave and I and I've been through a dip a couple weeks prior to that where I was also sick so I again my health took its toll I I was I was feeling that like I'm I'm going backwards in terms of taking care of myself I'm um, just because of just because of the combination of the hard work and the emotional stress and the long hours I mean we worked seven days a week I had one weekend off where we went to Stone Town and had a little bit of a girls' weekend away. It was so much fun. But other than that, there weren't many days off. And um, yeah, so I needed a, another break. And I booked myself into a little room in Chiang Mai. And I was, I was off to fly over to Thailand. So that's where I'm going to end my story. And then the next chapter will continue in Chiang Mai tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in and talk to you tomorrow.